guys, welcome back to another episode of Up and Coming with Coach Did. Today we're fortunate enough to have Brooklyn Taylor, who's an assistant women's basketball coach at the University of Akron. Brooke and I first met back in the summer of 2015 when we worked the Keystone State basketball camp together at Slippery Rock University. Brooke was a four-year member of the women's basketball team at St. Francis University in Pennsylvania. After graduating and participating in the SO program, she went on to become a GA with the Mercer women's basketball team before getting to Akron in 1819, where she served as the video coordinator. Brooke was just promoted last June and is just wrapping up her first season as an assistant coach at the college level. Without any further ado, here's Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. For sure. I'm glad you could join us. Uh, so we're going to get going here uh, with our layup line questions. I got five questions for you, just some quick hitters to kind of get to know you a little bit for the audience. Okay. All right. So f- first thing up we got is cats or dogs? Dogs. 100%. All right. Yep. All right. Uh, Apple Music or Spotify? Spotify. All right. Uh, best movie you've seen in the last three months? Ooh, not a huge movie buff. Um... That's a, that's a stumper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I watched Like Father last night, and it was kind of cute, so I'll go with that. All right, sounds good. Uh, what's your favorite away arena to play in? Probably Mount St. Mary's. All right. And uh, what type of music are you listening to during your workouts? Country. All right, good stuff. All right, so you got through the layup lines pretty easy there. Uh, we'll move on to the interview questions here. So the the first thing I got for you um, is when did you know you wanted to get into coaching? Probably in third grade. Um, My dad was a college coach and a college assistant at the D3 level. um, And that's where I fell in love with the game at Teal College. Um, Shot my first hoops there, I guess you could say. So third grade. Shout out to the President's Athletics Conference, huh? (laughs) Uh, that's great. Um, so, so moving forward a little bit, uh, you know, you, you go through high school, you go through college, um, right as, as college is wrapping up, um, you got a chance to participate in the, uh, so you want to be a coach program. Um, so can you kind of touch on that experience and then, um, can you go about, uh, and talk about, uh, what it was like to come back and be a guest speaker in that? Yeah, so the SO program um, was probably one of my my highlights of my life so far. Uh, just being in a room with, you know, 80 other young women that want to be coaches, um, learning from people that have been there before us um, was an experience like I've never experienced like before. Um, so it was just so cool to learn from, you know, Coach Yo and Sahar, from, you know, at Miami of Ohio right now. Uh, so just good people to learn from. Um, and so when I had the chance to, to sign up to try to speak there, uh, I just wanted to be a, a resource for these kids that are, you know, right trailing me. Because, um, you know, I'd heard from people that were already head coaches, but no one that was just survived being a GA. Um, so it was awesome to be able to share lessons I learned um, through my two years as a GA. Um, just, you know, things that I couldn't, no one could tell me. Um, until you live it so uh, just kind of a a really neat experience and and then this year I was supposed to be back to talk to them again and um, luckily a few kids have reached out and just being able to talk to them on the phone and share that with them has made missing the final four a little less sucky 
Yeah, yeah, I think we're all we're all kind of feeling that pain a little bit. Um, thankfully, though, uh, with the technology that we have, uh, it's pretty easy to get a hold of some people. And you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on right now, uh, and kind yeah. of in place of the Final Fours, whether it be networking events uh, or or different coaching uh, conferences that are going on online. Um, mm -hmm. The technology that we have today has made it a little bit easier to cope with, for sure. Definitely. Um, so, so moving past that, um, you know, you got to spend a little bit of time um, as a GA at Mercer, um, and you got to be a part of back-to-back uh, -back regular season uh, SOCON championships, uh, and you know, you got to take a trip to the NCAA tournament um, in, in 2018. Uh, can you kind of touch on those experiences uh, with the Mercer women's program? Uh, maybe a couple things that you learned or picked up along the way that you really, you know, really liked and, and just kind of what it was like day to day uh, with your operations. As GA. Yeah, um, it was a great experience. It was two very tough years. I uh, went through a lot, grew a lot, um, especially, you know, transitioning from a first year GA to a second year. Um, but just being able to have your hand in kind of everything in the program from filling up water bottles to uh, making sure the head coach has a stool at, at in you know the first round of the NCAA tournament game and a timeout. Um, so like the stool's pretty important. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. so everything you do, even though it might seem small, um, you know, kind of helps the program continue to run um, and worked with a lot of great people. And Coach Gardner is, you know, one of the best in the business as far as X's and O's and just her dedication and her scout prep is just something that it, it's just amazing to see how much work she put in and never took a day off, whether we were playing the best team in the conference or the worst team in the, the nation, she prepared the exact same way. Um, so that's something that, you know, I try to live by too, you know, after working for her. Um, and then, you know, you know, you always want to play in the NCAA tournament and I never had the chance. Um, but even though I was, you know, at the end of the bench filling up the water, um, when, when I cut down the net, it felt amazing. And I just can't wait to to get back to the NCAA tournament someday. For sure, for sure. I uh, unfortunately I, I share your uh, your your sorrows as far as never being able to to be there as a player. Um, you know, we were one game away this year uh, at Geneva, and it you know you could it's so close that you can almost taste it, and then mm -hmm. uh, within the blink of an eye, it's gone. Um, so I'm I'm definitely waiting waiting to get there as well. Um, so, so kind of moving forward uh, to where you currently are um, at Akron and kind of your time there, uh, what is it like, um, what has it been like uh, getting to work under uh, Coach Jackson these last couple of years? And then, uh, you know, in the last year, you've made the transition from being a video coordinator to an assistant coach. Um, so can you kind of walk us through that transition and then how it's been uh, being able to learn under Coach Jackson? Yeah, so I actually knew Coach Jackson um, when I was in high school. Akron had recruited me a little bit, so I had a pretty good relationship with her. And then, um, you know, when I played at St. Francis, kind of obviously didn't keep in touch because I didn't know I was I should. Um, <laughs> so I ran into her again at the Final Four, um, and it was that transition year. Um, she was going to get the head coach at Akron, uh, that job. And when she got it, I was looking for a job, so I gave her a call, and I just left a message and said I wanted to work for her. And uh, I ended up to be her video coordinator. So um, my main point right there would be stay in touch with people and write letters. Because um, <laughs> that's kind of what helped me get the, the gig. 
Um, but when I wanted, you know, obviously I was looking for any job at that point after my graduate assistantship. Um, and so the video route was something I actually really enjoyed. Um, you know, at Mercer, we were, the GAs were the video coordinators. So I had more of an, uh, a passion for that, I guess you could say, rather than going the Dobo, Dobo route. Um, so I really loved, you know, getting their video job started. It was the first video person they had. Uh, so we had a lot of film issues um, and bad software that I had to work through, but it's kind of a fun project. Uh, tons of hours, which, you know, every coaching job is, um, but it was even more so, I guess, than the normal video coordinator that had it all figured out. Um, so it was kind of a long year, but it was fun. Um, and then I was kind of, you know, right place, right time. Uh, we had an assistant move on to, you know, take a more family route. Um, and she decided to promote me. So she, she kind of got my dream really started uh, when she gave me the opportunity to actually be on the floor. Um, but, you know, the transition was, was kind of difficult. Um, you know, when I was a video coordinator, I didn't actually watch a ton of film trying to break it down. I just had so many games I had to cut that I was just doing everything in fast motion to be efficient. Um, so when I transitioned to the assistant role, it was more kind of overwhelming than I anticipated. Yeah, for sure. I think I can, I think I can sympathize with that a little bit. Um, you know, uh, for myself, you know, I spent, I spent a year away uh, coaching at the, the high school girls level with my dad. And then, you know, all of a sudden, the next year I'm, I'm thrown into an assistant role as a 23 year old kid that has never really, you know, broke down film on Synergy or even cut up clips on Synergy. And it, it can certainly be overwhelming. Um, yes. Especially if you're, you're only used to looking at it at one particular way mm -hmm. um, or, or not at all. Uh, so uh, kind of going through your journey, um, whether it be, you know, in high school or in college or now, Kind of in your coaching journey, uh, what are maybe one or two lessons that you've kind of learned throughout your career um, that you kind of you know stick with on a on a day to day basis, or you're kind of reminded of on a day to day basis? You know, I'd say my main motto is kind of bloom where you're planted, um, and I think you know when I was a video role, I didn't try to you know chime in during a scouting meeting when I wasn't you know my voice didn't need to be heard. I didn't try to look ahead to my next steps. I just worked as hard as I possibly could in the role that I was given. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why she considered me for the assistant spot. And I don't rub anyone the wrong way by, you know, stepping on anyone's toes. Um, and I think that's huge in this business because how are you, how do you expect to get promoted if you don't do the job you're given well? Um, so I think that's kind of one of my life, life mottos there. Um, and then, you know, Coach Gardner kind of instilled in me that uh, first in the office, last to leave. And I know it might be cliche sometimes to say that, but I think, um, you know, especially when you're young and trying to get your foot in the door, like always being accessible for whoever may need you in the office is huge. Um, and just allowing people to give you more responsibilities and you can earn trust that way. Um, and I think that's, you know, one of the, one of the ways last year, I got a lot of stuff thrown at me because I could, I proved I can handle it. Um, and I think that's again, another reason why she thought I can handle being an assistant as well. Yeah, that's great. 
Um, so what are some things uh, that you've been doing during this whole uh, quarantine thing uh, that we've been, been in for the last month and a half or so uh, to help better yourself uh, for when this is all over? Yeah, um, I've had a lot of time. So I've been uh, trying to keep in shape or get back into shape. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of, you know, when I started this coaching journey, I thought it'd be easy to stay active and stay fit, but it's actually really hard. So this has been a good reset for me uh, to try to run a mile again. Um, and then also I've been reading a lot, um, just trying to get back on track, you know, during the season, it's hard to get books finished. So I've been reading a lot and then trying to listen to as many clinics and stuff like that, that I can get my hands on. Yeah, that's good stuff. And there's certainly a lot of that available. Um, and, you know, I think, I think to kind of go back to what you started with there, as far as, you know, you, you would think it would be easy to stay in shape in this job, but you know, the reality of is it, the reality of it is you get so worn down during the year from, mm -hmm. from you know, being pulled in every which direction that honestly, the, probably the last thing you want to be doing when you get home is, or after practice is working out. Exactly. And yeah, I usually stay out time for that. after practice <laughs> and it never happens. So yeah. That's my that's problem. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of throw one little curveball question at you that kind of spun out from from something that we talked about earlier. You had talked about um, not staying in touch with with Coach Jackson, and and you know hopefully you know you've been doing a lot of that since. But but what are maybe one or two ways that you you try to stay on top of that? Um, like some people talk about you know messaging this many people on one day this many people on another day maybe you pick one day and you message a whole bunch of people like what are maybe one or two ways that you try to like stay on top of that yeah I'm definitely a handwritten letter person um I should do it more honestly yeah um but then I think the other key is not forcing it I I get a lot of like Twitter messages that are like I can tell it's fake and not really a heartfelt networking type of thing like you don't really care you're just trying to get me to respond right um, so making sure it's natural not forced um and then you know you don't have to be in a constant communication like people i think uh misunderstand that i think reaching out every so often um keeping your mentor mentees whatever um you know in the loop but not swarming them is important as well yeah i think that's some good stuff i think i think a lot of it is it's not it's not the quantity or the amount of times you're doing it, but more, more the quality and the actual substance of kind of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of moving forward a little bit, um, something that I've been doing with everybody. Um, I'm grabbing one book and one podcast suggestion uh, from every guest that comes on. Uh, you know, I'll throw that in the notes for the listeners um, in case they miss it. But uh, what, what would be one book uh, and one podcast that you would suggest uh, for people the, to listen to? The book I would pick would be What Made Maddie Run. Um, very uh, kind of depressing subject, but I think in this day and age um, and kind of with what's going on in the nation right now, it's something very important to know where your athletes are mentally and how to handle uh, things they might be going through. And then um, the podcast would probably be Coaching You. Um, I listened to it a lot when I was a GA, uh, just walking around, trying to jog, stay in shape, listen to that, um, just little nuggets and stuff. That's good. Those are some good ones. Um, so the next thing I got for you, um, it's going to be a little bit of a chance to kind of, you know, talk about the school that you're currently at, Akron. Um, kind of 
make your your sales pitch, if you will. Um, we're calling this segment a dunk, a free throw, and a three pointer. Uh, so a dunk is going to be something close to campus, about 10 to, to 15 minutes away. Uh, a free throw is going to be something free to do on campus, and then the three pointer is something a little bit further away, maybe you know half hour to 45 minutes. So, so give me your dunk, your free throw, and your three pointer. All right, my dunk. Um, you know, right downtown Akron, uh, the Akron Rubber Ducks minor league baseball team fun thing to do i've been to several games um you know just makes you feel relaxed and like you're in america american baseball right yep. uh, and then i'll kind of you know splurge to 10 15 minutes away um uh there's portage lakes which is near akron which is really cool it's like a bunch of probably like seven or eight lakes that are all connected a bunch of restaurants on the water um, so you can rent kayaks, boats. Um, so that's where I spend most of my time since I'm a nature girl. Uh, my free throw would be um, in our student union. We have a bowling alley free to students. So um, it's a really neat atmosphere. There's some serious bowlers in there too that I've run into a couple of times. So make sure you bring your A game. <laughs> and then uh, my three pointer would be Cleveland is not that far away. Um, so obviously you have Cavs games, Browns, Indians, uh, Lake Erie Monsters, every sporting event you can want. Um, big city life, not right, not very far away. So yeah, that's good stuff. Um, so so the last thing I kind of got for you here, um, and this is more for the listeners. Um, but if you know if there's anybody out there that that listens to this today and they want to kind of get in contact with with you or maybe a little bit learn a little bit more about uh, about your story or your journey. Um, could you maybe just drop some contact info uh, for the listeners to get a hold of you? Absolutely. Um, I welcome anything, phone calls, texts, emails. Um, my phone number is 724-854-2062. And then my email, um, brooklynrtaylor at gmail.com. And then I think what I say my Twitter was, Brooklyn R. Taylor. <laughs> that's good i always have to think about mine too um yeah thank you um i really appreciate you coming on the podcast today um it's you know you know you and i met uh god what was that back in 2015 maybe at a at a keystone state camp um and have kind of followed your journey a little bit throughout the way and you know i'm, I'm glad that you're uh you're close in akron so i can come out and, and visit every once in a while it was nice to get up to practice you know, hopefully once all this wraps up and uh, we kind of get going uh, for next year, uh, can make another trip back out to catch a practice and, and see you and the coaching staff. And yeah, just uh, wish you uh, safe health and, you know, hopefully we'll be talking soon. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. For sure. Thanks. All right. Hey guys, just wanted to thank you all again for tuning in this week. If you guys are enjoying the podcast so far and you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. And if you would, please leave us a rating and a review. It would really help the podcast. Thank you. Have a good week.